0: this sexual rejection post, there was a lot of, no, you could, you got to go back in the gym and get yourself back to a good place so that you can tell her no. And there was, there were so many responses like this. And I'm like, is that the goal though? Is the goal just to get back at her? That's sad. That's even sadder than you being sad over the rejection. You know, our, our goal is not to hurt other people. That's not how you, you don't just hurt someone back. You try to understand them so you can either remove yourself from the situation if it's not working for you, or you understand them so you can make the situation with them better. We're not trying to get back at people. That doesn't help anyone. That won't make you happier. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo. And I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. I am in Austin, Texas, Once again, I'm sitting outside, so if there are birds, if there are noises, um, that's where I am. I'm facing the grass, which is a wonderful thing, because I hardly get to see grass in New York City. (laughs) I live in Manhattan, and it is just, it truly is the concrete jungle, so whenever you see grass, it's like, whoa! (laughs) So I'm feeling very at peace here, and it's really just a nice place to record a podcast. So... What today's episode is on is handling rejection. I made a post about this on Instagram this week, and it really hit home for a lot of you guys. Um, And with that being said, I want to let you know that my BJ masterclass, How to Get More BJs or blowjobs from your woman is now available for pre-sale. So I will be selling that at a lower rate. The link is in the description of this podcast. And this is going to be a lot more communication tactics than just about blowjobs. So it's going to be a really fun masterclass. If you have questions before you purchase it, you can always just email me and ask. So definitely go register for the How to Get More BJ's Masterclass. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun, light, very informative, especially around sexual communication. So that's what I'm going to talk a bit about in this episode as well. When it comes to handling rejection, what do you need? You need sex communication skills, and sex communication skills are different because, especially for you men, you you often tie your self worth, um, should I say your self esteem to a woman's response to you sexually, right? You really take it to heart when you're sexually rejected. And whenever that happens, what you wanna do is you wanna shut down and you wanna walk away and you get angry and you get resentful, you wanna get back at her. And there's all these angry, bitter feelings that are really just coming from this suppressed sadness because you're tying your self-esteem to her reactions. And when she says no, what you're hearing is you're not good enough. You know, you're not good enough of a man. And that's what you're hearing. So it can be very defeating, right? But I want to do this episode to give you an idea of how you want to be thinking and how you want to be reacting when it comes to sexual rejection in a way that's actually going to make you stronger, more confident, and, and make your relationship better sexually. Because the ultimate goal is to have sex with each other, right? And to feel like you understand each other sexually, When it comes to sex, it's to increase the frequency or at least be able to understand each other so you can meet in the middle when it comes to your sex life. And what's interesting is like it's interesting because like my two audiences are very different Instagram versus TikTok and Instagram is typically more understanding, most likely because it's overall an uh, older crowd, um, older men who are more mature and more understanding of what's going on um but i know there's a lot of older men on tiktok as well anyway instagram there's more empathy of like oh wow yeah that's interesting and tiktok it's there was a lot of when i posted this this sexual rejection post there was a lot of no you could, you got to go back in the gym and get yourself back to a good place so that you can tell her no and there was there were so many responses like this and i'm like Is that the goal though? Is the goal just to get back at her for you to look better and get back at her? Like that just sounds like such a pathetic way to go about it. I'm sorry, but like that's, that's sad. That's even sadder than you being sad over the rejection. You know, our, our goal is not to hurt other people. That's not how you, you don't just hurt someone back. You try to understand them so you can either remove yourself from the situation if it's not working for you or you understand them so you can make the situation with them better. We're not trying to get back at people. That doesn't help anyone. That won't make you happier. So anyway, there are of course two sides the coin there are two ways of seeing this because this is constructive criticism so i encourage you to take this information and really try to have an open mind accepting it and not wanting to just shut it down just because it's difficult right or just because sexual rejection is so painful i get that that's why i'm here trying to help you become stronger and or make your relationship better hopefully the two and um all right so basically what I want to remind you guys overall is that the next time you are sexually rejected, I want you to get curious around why it's happening. Why is this sexual rejection happening? If it's very frequent, why is it happening so frequently? Why do you think? First we're going to do first I want you to do a brainstorm, right? Cuz we never want to just assume and then run with an assumption, but it's always good to pull back and think it through before you just say something to your partner right try to get a good grip and understanding for yourself around why you believe this is the case in your relationship some of you may even know i i've asked my audience on instagram and i even had guys say i don't give her enough emotional attention and i know that and it's i suck at it you know and that's it's very interesting because it's like i know the source of the problem I also don't feel confident in what I know I'm not giving her, and it just overall sucks. Like, that's very vulnerable, but it's, but I'm sure that men who are telling me that aren't expressing to their partners that they feel this way because I can see how that can make you feel less of a man. So, there's just so much to this, and When I tell my clients especially to lead with curiosity with women and understanding women, lead with curiosity because you're not supposed to know everything that she's thinking. You are not supposed to know exactly what she wants in bed unless she tells you. You are not supposed to know why she's rejecting you unless you ask and she tells you. So it's not your fault if you're getting continuously rejected but it is your fault if you're not seeking to understand because you can't do anything about what you don't understand you can't take an action if you don't understand what's actually happening and what a lot of you guys think you're doing is oh well i just you know she says no so like fuck that i don't even ask her anymore is that the goal though is the goal to not even ask And then you get even less sex and then you're even more resentful and more sexually dissatisfied. That can't be the goal. At least I hope it's not. So ask yourself what you're doing now. Is what I'm doing now actually the goal? No. Maybe it's comfortable. Maybe it's comfortable to walk away and ignore her because that's easy to do. I don't have to be vulnerable. I don't have to open up. I don't have to ask hard questions. I don't have to set boundaries if she's like rude back to me. I could just walk away and say, fuck it. But guys, that's the easy way out. And it doesn't get you what you want. So the hard things in life are the things that actually pay off, right? Think of when you tried doing something that was really, really difficult and you fucking did it and you just felt like, holy shit, like that was so worth it and that was so hard, but I'm proud of myself. Those are the moments in life when we have the most pride in who we are and what we've done because we stayed strong. We did something that we wanted to walk away from, but we didn't. We faced it and we moved through it. So this curiosity piece is the first step in doing that, in facing the rejection, um, the idea of the rejection, and, and really getting curious as to expanding your mind to the fact that maybe there's something you're doing, and maybe you know that it's something you're doing that's causing her to sexually reject you over and over. And it takes a man to admit that, all right? Maybe you're not doing anything, though. And you're like, honestly, I really do not understand why she's sexually rejecting me. I'm putting everything into this relationship. I'm giving her my all, all my attention. I'm giving her the energy I feel um, is necessary for our relationship. I'm prioritizing her and our quality time. I'm, you know, showing signs of affection. I don't know what it could be. What could it be? And you sit there and you brainstorm and you ask yourself, this is just the curiosity phase of just trying to understand is what you're doing here. You're not even talking to her right now. You're just trying to understand. You're trying to make sense of it so that when you do talk to her, you have some ideas that come to mind that you can add to the conversation. All right. Step two, right? If number one is getting curious, then step two is you want to communicate your curiosity at the next point of rejection. So next time you are sexually rejected, like I said, your go-to may be to run away, right? Or avoid, or be quiet, shut down, disappear. Don't talk to her, ignore her, give the silent treatment. If you're doing all those things now, and those are not leading you to your goal and don't make sense with your goal, I want you to start communicating the curiosity that you came up with when you brainstormed. And this can, this can literally be, you saying to her, "Hey, I'm curious why you never seem to be in the mood anymore. Do you know exactly why that is? I have a few ideas of my own, but I want to I want to know like from your from your mouth first what you think." See how you're listen to my tone. It's like it's relaxed. It's just like, "Hey, I'm curious why you never seem to be in the mood anymore. You used to. I think I have a few ideas why. Do you do you know exactly why?" And see what she says. And listen to how, rewind this and listen to how specific the questioning is. Because what a lot of couples get in the habit of doing is they're like, you always reject me. First of all, that's not a question. That's a statement. It's putting her in defensive mode because you're not being curious. You're accusing and you're coming across with a judgmental tone. None of those things are going to get you a response that is open and informative and actually gives you piece of pieces of the puzzle that you need, right? It doesn't answer any of your questions. So we don't want to go go it about that way. We also don't want to say things like, which a lot of guys also do and women couples do this. They'll say things like, we need to talk about our sex life. And then it's like, yeah, we do. And then you walk away. Like, what does that mean? (laughs) Like, like, okay, when is it going to happen? What exactly do you need to talk about when it comes to your sex life? Why is it important? When are you guys going to sit down and have this? How long is the conversation going to be? You know, who's going to initiate it? There's, you need to be specific in your questioning to relay the importance of why you're even having that discussion in the first place. So, so anyway, going back to a specific question to ask her to show your curiosity and seek her curiosity. Why do you think this is? Then we wait for her reaction. Some women will be honest and say, well, lately you haven't been, you haven't been really talking to me and it's making me feel distant to you. And then that's something, that's a piece of evidence and you want to keep that curiosity. You don't want to shut it down and be like, I always talk to you. No, 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 no. In her mind, you don't talk to her. So you want to get curious why she thinks you're not talking to her. This is what effective communication is about. You saying something to her, like, wow, that's interesting. What makes you feel like I haven't been talking to you recently? Well, you used to talk to me at night before we fall asleep, and you haven't done that in months. And I feel like that was a huge part of our quality time that's missing now. Oh, shit. We got a new piece of evidence. You got another piece to the puzzle. See how this is a good thing for you? See how this actually builds your confidence? You're getting pieces you're getting evidence that you didn't have before and now you're like wow okay um and maybe you say to her wow I didn't realize that I'm sorry if you've been if you felt that way you know I thought maybe I thought I was still talking to you I didn't realize how important that was to you or how you saw that as such a great quality time for us um I I definitely want to do a better job of that why don't we why don't we start that again And if I don't start a conversation at night, like just remind me at night and then we'll keep that up again. And then she says, okay, yeah, let's try it. And then you say something like, if I I kept doing that, do you think that you would be, that would help our sex life together? Yeah, probably would because I'd feel closer to you. Okay. All right. So let's try that. Why don't we try that? Let's go like a week of really, I'm going to put like a lot of effort in. Or I'm just going to try to get back to that. You remind me if I forget. And let's see where that goes. Okay? Because I care about you. I love you. I want to make sure that you feel like we're spending quality time. But I also enjoy our sex life. And that's important to me. And, you know, if we could do this as a team and both work together here, that would be great. Don't you think? Yeah, that would be great. And I know you're like, all right, like in a perfect world would that type of conversation happen. But when you talk this way, guys, it happens more often than you think. It actually can happen, but you have to not get defensive and tell your partner, no, that's not true. When in your partner's mind, it is true. You just have to be curious as to why your partner has that perspective. That's what's interesting about life. We all have the same things can happen to us, but we can see them in a different way. You know, so instead of shutting someone down for seeing it differently, we got to figure out why they see it like that. And then what control do we have over them seeing it like that? In this case, it's like, all right, she sees it as talk before bed is this amazing quality time. I never saw it that way. You know, I thought saying goodnight to her was enough, but apparently that makes her feel emotionally connected. And when she feels that way, she's more open to sex. If my goal is sex and it makes her happier and more connected to talk before bed for a few minutes... And that will lead us to having more sex more frequently. Hell, I'll do it. Okay. So notice the answers that you get when you're open, when you're vulnerable, and when you show her that you're curious. And not even her, when you show yourself that you're curious. Because let's just relate this. Even if you want to be totally selfish about this, guys, like this all still relates to your goal of having sex more frequently if this was you in this example. You know what I mean? So it's not even, I don't even want you to think of it like you're bending over backwards to do everything for her. You're doing what you want to do for you and you're just getting the pieces to make it happen. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I hope you're thinking of you both, right? But this is not one-sided. It really is for the two of you. But you're going after your needs. You're making sure your needs are met And that you're both happy as you're meeting your own needs and her needs. Now, option two is she responds by shutting you down. And this also happens pretty often where you get curious, you show curiosity. And she says something like, not now. I'm not talking about this. No, stop. So what do you do here? Here's where the boundaries come in. And here's where you actually stand up for yourself and you don't allow this type of behavior. If she says no, not now, and you just walk away with your head down, tail between your legs, like, what, is that? what does that mean? That means you don't respect yourself. And by you not respecting yourself, she's even losing more respect for you. You got to stand up for yourself, guys. This is why I get, I get so many messages of guys like, yeah, well, she never talks to me. Okay, but... What are you doing to make her have a discussion so that you have effective communication in your relationship? It doesn't have to be pretty. It does not have to be loving. Sometimes it does not sound loving at all, but it's effective because you're standing for your needs. You're you're standing up for yourself when she's mean to you, which needs to be done a lot more than guys do. And it can sound something like, Hey, I don't appreciate you talking to me like that. It's one thing if you don't have the energy or emotional capacity to talk right now. But if you can't talk now, then we need to schedule a time to talk when you're available. available. And our sex life is important to me and I want us to be able to meet in the middle with this. Otherwise, I have to rethink this relationship. You know, like you need to say things that come across like you give a shit. Like you give a shit about your, your, your goals in this marriage or this relationship. Like you give a shit about your needs. You give, your, you give a shit about how you're spoken to. Some of you put up with literal emotional abuse and you just let it happen. And the more you let it happen, the less she's going to respect you and the less you'll respect yourself. And we can't let that happen. This is why so many of you feel like you can't have an effective conversation because you're always shut down. And when she shuts you down, you shut yourself down. You can't do that. You have to find a way to stand up for yourself. And when you do that, you have to find a way to get her to agree to having a discussion. If it's not in that moment, then it has to be at an earlier, you know, at a, oh my God, I can't even think of the word. The next day or two days maximum after that. There's got, there's got to be a discussion. And, you know, if she's overwhelmed by the fact that you're discussing this when you never do, simply saying something like, hey, I just want to get to know how we can meet in the middle. Like, let's just talk about what we each want and how we can meet in the middle with that and like what we can do for each other in order to make that happen. I want to be with you long term. I don't want to have to break this up. But if we can't figure this out, I think that's what I'll have to do. So why don't we try to figure it out together? Okay? You're speaking like a team. You're also standing up for yourself. You're not being mean. You're not being degrading. You're not being an asshole. You're not shouting. You're not using, you know, body language that's threatening. It's in your words. It's in how you respect yourself. And you're coming across with, when you stand up for yourself, you show you respect yourself. And that's how she respects you. That's how everyone in life respects us. If we don't respect ourselves, we don't get respect from other people. Ever notice that? So that's why boundaries are so important. Especially in hard, in tough conversations like this all right guys so this is what i'm going to be talking a lot about in the bj how to get more blowjobs Masterclass coming up like i said the link if you want to purchase it is in the description it's up for pre-sale which is the lower rate then it will be up in a few days um it's the price is going to go up in a few days is what i mean and i want you guys to get used to having sex conversations more than you actually have sex And you'll find that when you do have these type of conversations, little by little, you start enjoying your sex life more. You start feeling more confident because now you're getting all these answers that you've needed for so long. And you're not guessing anymore. You don't have to guess because you know. Like, think of how much more confident you can feel if you knew something was 100% true about your partner, your wife, your girlfriend, instead of guessing instead of walking on eggshells, instead of beating around the bush, like you knew. Like things get so much, especially sex, becomes so much more fun when you know because you have the exact answers you need. So I want you to get used to communicating this way. I want you to learn how to communicate this way. And this is, yeah, this is this could be really interesting, fun stuff when you get a good grip on it. It's like, oh shit, like <laughs> why haven't I been doing this the whole time? So, so yeah, anyway, definitely, definitely register for the BJ, how to get more BJ's masterclass and that is it. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you soon. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.